Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey. Adam is not with us today, but let's just kick it right off. So over the weekend, we had the premiere of Hocus Pocus 2. Stay tuned for the end of the episode, and I will give you my brief review on that movie that released on Disney+. Plus. Let's just kick off the news with some Marvel. So over the weekend, we found out that Harrison Ford is going to be replacing William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross in the Thunderbolts movie. And this was said to be announced at D23, but Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, stated that she did not want Marvel to announce Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross because they wanted to keep the spotlight on Indiana Jones rather than on Marvel, which is a fair point given that Lucasfilm has been dealt blow after blow with with their shows and movies, and so I understand where she's coming from with that, but at the same time, it left Marvel really in the dirt, and so I, I get the feeling that we're going to have a little bit more news come out over the next couple weeks with casting announcements and projects that are going to be announced to kind of build back up what happened at D23. And I think we're starting to see the effects of that with movies like Armor Wars being announced as a movie rather than a TV show and Harrison Ford replacing William Hurt. So stay tuned. I'm sure there will be more news coming out in the coming weeks, and so we will keep you covered with that. Uh, moving on to another reboot that's moving on to a reboot that's happening, The Crow, which uh, was a film that starred Bruce Lee's son, which tragically he passed away while filming that um is getting a reboot with bill skarsgård the actor who has played it and he's also been on a couple other horror films and is actually going to be playing nosferatu in robert eggers remake of that as well and it's said to have been completed filming and according to the prague reporter filming has been completed for a pilot in a six episode miniseries rather than a movie so this this could be misreported but because everything we've heard about the crow reboot is saying that it's going to be a movie rather than a show but we don't really know so until studios officially announce this i would just take this with a grain of salt and say we're getting a movie until they say we're getting a miniseries so that's exciting though that the crow reboot has finished filming and then some controversial news that came uh, earlier in, on Monday. The trailer for Emancipation, the Will Smith-led film for Apple TV+, Plus, released its trailer and also had a premiere. Emancipation is based on the life of Peter, a runaway slave who joined up with the Union Army during the U.S. Civil War. After recovering from a whipping that nearly killed him, braved the swamps of Louisiana, 
armed with only his wits to escape a cold-blooded slave hunters and be free. So this it looks interesting. I, I don't know how I feel about the, the cinematography for it. It looks very dark and almost black and white. Um, and it just it felt very gritty compared to what I was expecting from this film. I'm not sure if that's just the, the director's style, Antoine Fuqua. And so I, I'm not sure what, what to expect from this movie, but it comes out later this year. And then uh, in box office news, Smile is said to have reclaimed the top box office spot this weekend, uh, which isn't a surprise. It's a horror film coming out in Halloween, around Halloween, the month of October. And I, I'm not surprised that this one top box office for the weekend. Um, the Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, began filming season two on Monday, today, on the 3rd of October. And that this is exciting news. For those that haven't been watching Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, you should start catching up because this this last week's episode really kicked it into high gear and I'm, I'm really happy with where it went. Um, yeah, it, it left on a big cliffhanger, so... Just keep your eyes peeled for these next couple weeks because we're going to have a review for that when it comes when it comes to the finale. And so I'm very excited for it, especially after last week's episode. I did have a hard time getting into it, but I was sticking to it because I felt like it was going to pick up and lead to something a lot greater. And so that, with that announcement, um, they also announced that they're going to be filming in London rather than all of it in New Zealand so they will still be filming some of it in New Zealand but just not everything and um, with the announcement came another announcement that Sirden the oldest living elf will be coming in the second season which is really exciting and in the in the writings from Tolkien he, uh, Sirden and Galadriel were the two that were warning of of Sauron giving gifts and so it's it's definitely something it's exciting for fans of the originals uh the the original writings but at the same time they have been very outspoken about how this show is nothing like Lord of the Rings but I say don't judge a book by its cover so catch up the season finale is going to premiere a week from this Thursday at 10 p.m mountain standard time or 9 p.m uh, uh, Pacific and 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, I have to remember those. So, yes, 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific, 10 Mountain. And that covers our Lord of the Rings and the news that came from Amazon Studios this week. Now, let's go back to some big news with the Marvel Universe. This morning, it was announced that Avengers Secret Wars tapped the writer for Loki and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and that is Michael Waldron. He has also done some work on Rick and Morty. Bringing in the multiverse was really big for that, and, and he had a big, a big impact on the writing of those episodes within Rick and Morty. And he also helped to introduce that into Loki and expand on that in Doctor Strange 2. I'm very excited and cautiously optimistic. 
I think Michael Waldron, when he's not pressured to finish a script in a fast amount of time, is really good. I do think that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was rushed because of production changes due to Spider-Man uh, No Way Home coming out before Doctor Strange 2 and how those films were supposed to be interconnected and how it changed over the pandemic uh, delays that came with that. And I, I'm excited for it just because I feel like he's going to tap more into his Loki writing skills rather than the rushed nature of the Doctor Strange movies. So, like I said, cautiously optimistic about this. I think he's a great writer. I do, I do believe that. And I think that he will do a good job with an Avengers film. So I'm very excited to see what he has to bring to, to an Avengers movie and see how he's going to bring the team back together for Secret Wars after the Kang Dynasty. And the biggest news that happened today was that the Black Panther Wakanda Forever tickets went on sale today. And with that coincided the release of the new trailer, which revealed quite a bit of information, quite a bit of new looks at our villain or anti-hero and some other characters that are going to be pretty big in the MCU moving forward. So we got our first glimpse at the powers of Namor flying fly running i don't know how what exactly he was doing but it looked really awesome of him running towards that wakandan ship in the middle of the sky and it looked really cool with him just floating in the air with his ankle wings and um and i'm just really excited to see namor in live action it's gonna be so fun and so cool to finally have this character in the MCU after being teased way back when in Iron Man 2. And so it's, it's just awesome that it's coming full circle now with this character. And then we also got the reveal of Ironheart in action, Riri Williams, and it was pretty cool to see another Stark-inspired suit, another Iron Man suit, essentially, in action and see it flying around it looked pretty cool for the quick glimpse that we got and seeing her fly next to okoye's car and that was also pretty cool as well anyway um we also got a final reveal of who black panther will be and if if you don't want any spoilers i would turn this off now or skip forward five minutes because i'm going to be talking a little bit about the interview that ryan coogler had and um with entertainment weekly Anyway, uh, the reveal of who the new Black Panther will be is Shuri, the sister of T'Challa, which I think is very fitting for the character and where she will be in this movie, especially with her grieving with the loss of her brother and potentially some other losses as well. So I think that this is a natural course of action that they are taking, and it's very fitting for this character. So... I'm very excited. I love Shuri. I think she was a great character in the Black Panther movie and in Avengers Infinity War. I think she's going to do great as the Black Panther, and I'm excited to see what she brings to this character and the evolution of it. So, in this interview with Ryan Coogler, he said, regarding the new protector, the new Black Panther, he said, I had to find a way that I felt like I could keep going and a way that our Black Panther family could keep going. I started to come up with a film 
that had elements of the film that we had just finished writing, which was written prior to Chadwick Boseman's passing. And so he was able to, essentially he's saying that he kept elements from that script and modified it to fit what they were feeling. And so he continues, but also applied the themes that the people who were hurting just as much as me could actually perform and execute and come out on the other side whole, which I thought was really eloquently said because death is always hard and it's always difficult. And so I'm happy they're not shying away from that, but I'm also, I'm just, I'm excited to see these performances and I'm, I will be having a box of tissues sit, sitting right next to me in the theater and I'm sure I will be grabbing those tissues throughout the whole film because this movie is going to break my heart. Anyway, moving on, he, he spoke a little bit about Namor and how it has more of the comic book accurate aspects and the elements of that. And I'm very excited for him to go deep into that. And a lot of people may think Namor looks so cheesy with the wing ankles and flying and all of that, but it's it's who the character is and it's awesome and it's I'm sure he's gonna do well and this is what he had to say. I think with making these types of movies, you've got to lean into the weird stuff or you risk what makes it fun. He's got really unique features and things that don't necessarily go together. He can breathe underwater, obviously, but he's got these tiny little wings on his ankles, but and he's got pointy ears and walks around in his underwear. It's all fun, man. Which that that to me got me really excited because I was like he's just he's just accepting that it's cheesy and he knows it is and that's what makes these things fun it it makes it great and I think that's what people loved about the Marvel movies at one point is that they were so cheesy but grounded in realism so it was a good balance of that and so I'm very very excited to see Namor in action and this is why is because Ryan Coogler he's just embracing the cheesiness and I love that but that rounds up our news segment for today and I want to just give a brief review of Hocus Pocus 2 before I, I sign off for today so the Hocus Pocus 2 movie came out on Friday September 30th and that brought back, brought back the Sanderson sisters to Salem and the reason is because there's a new witch in Salem that lit the black candle. And so the movie the movie itself was funny for what it was. I didn't think it was like the greatest Halloween movie ever, but I do think that it was a fun addition for Disney to make to their catalog of Halloween movies. I thought it was great for what it was and it had some good laughs and was cheesy, but it felt updated compared to the original. And I liked that. I felt like it was a good a good continuation for the story that the Sanderson sisters had in this movie. And I'd say that the acting was on par with the original. And what I mean by that is it wasn't great acting, but it wasn't bad either. You can tell that um, Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, and Sarah... Jessica Parker are having a lot of fun in these roles and you could tell from watching this movie and I really enjoyed seeing them on screen again they're so cheesy and so fun but 
it was just a fun, lighthearted movie to watch with your family. Now, my biggest complaint is that they had to add a credit scene. And they had a mid-credit scene and an end-credit scene. And the mid-credit scene, it was just like a music performance from the Sanderson sisters. It was cool to see that, and that was fine. But the end-credit scene was kind of annoying to me. And I'll go into spoilers on it. I don't think that this movie needs a sequel. I think it did a good job wrapping up the storyline of the Sanderson sisters and started a new storyline, but didn't. it ended it at a, at a really good point. And I don't think it needs anything else other than that. And so they, they teased it with showing uh, another black candle. And so I think that this is not necessary. That's all I'm going to say. And that rounds up my review for Hocus Pocus 2. If I'd have to give it a grade, I'd probably give it a B- or a C plus. I don't think it's the best Halloween movie, like I said, but I do think that it's a step up from the original, and fans, on the, fans of the original movie will find some kind of humor within this. There's always going to be gripes and complaints about the movies that are made sequels, that are made to movies that are decades, years, decades old. And so I, I think that whatever you hear about this movie, people are going to gripe about it because it's not the same as the original. And that's okay. It's not meant to be. It's meant to be a continuation. It's meant to be for a new generation. And for what it's worth, I think this movie did a great job at that. Now, that's why I'm giving it a C plus, though. It's just because I feel like it tried to set up more than it was bargaining for, and I, I hope that this is the last one just because I feel like it ended on a really good note. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this episode, this review. Tell me, what are you excited for? Are you excited for Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Have you gotten your tickets yet? Are you excited or nervous about Avengers Secret Wars? Or what are your thoughts on the trailer for the Will Smith Emancipation movie, especially after the slap that happened a couple months ago? Anyway, let us know your thoughts in the comments. And... We hope that you have a wonderful day, and as always, keep watching movies.